Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special edition of the Game Room Podcast. I'm Michael McLeod, and this, my friend, is our dive into Nintendo's 8th generation video game hardware. But firstly, and most importantly, let me set the expectations. I'm not here to tell you every aspect, or every release, or every sales number, but you see, this is more of an overview, a celebration of a system that tried so hard, and in the end, a system that ultimately failed. So let's talk about Nintendo doing what Nintendo does. Let's talk about Wii U. And be sure to stay tuned for the second half of this episode, where I have a few fellow Wii U friends on to talk about our personal experiences. So come with me on a journey, if you will, through time, all the way back to the year 2011. The Xbox 360 and PS3 are going strong, and Nintendo's Wii has outsold them both. The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword has set to release soon, and even though fans were excited to play it, in reality, and to a lot of us, Nintendo fans just wanted to see what was coming next. The Wii wasn't even high definition, and at this point, most of us had high definition TVs. And when you hooked your Wii up to said high definition TV, it just pointed out how much worse it looked than the other two. But we wouldn't have to wait long, as come E3 2011, Reggie Fizeme announces the Wii U. An all-new Nintendo system capable of HD graphics, backwards compatibility with Wii, and the introduction of a brand new way to play with the Wii U gamepad. With the gamepad, games like Nintendo Land allowed for innovative ways to play unlike never before. And games like Ubisoft's Zombie U and EA's Call of Duty Black Ops 2 meant third-party support was strong coming right out the gate, with many companies praising the system's unique features. However, despite having a quite frankly great launch lineup, and strong selection of upcoming titles, many customers were still unsure about the system. A lot of it seemed to stem from the naming convention, Wii U. Outside of the most dedicated Nintendo fans, people seemed to believe that the gamepad was an add-on to the original Wii. Others thought it was just the same system in high definition, rebundled with a new controller. And at $299 for the basic set and $349 for the deluxe model, most didn't see the value in doing such an expensive upgrade. And despite the launch games being good, a lot of them were simply ports from PS3 and Xbox titles that gamers had already played. Unique, great new games did come out, but due to the complex nature of the hardware, development took longer than most expected, and there would be sometimes large gaps in between major releases. Nintendo, doing what it could, marketed the system hard and pushed out some great titles, even going around to Best Buys around the country to promote the new Smash Bros. game, simply titled Super Smash Bros. for Wii U. Games like Smash Bros. did well and saw surges in sales figures, but it just wasn't enough. 3DS systems and the new arrival Amiibo helped keep Nintendo relevant during this time more than their main system hardware did. But there was a beacon of light shining in the distance as over a span of what felt like an eternity, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild was being drip-fed to content-parched fans. Which I'm sure all of you know became a huge release for the launch of the Nintendo Switch. It did make its way to the Wii U 2, of course, more or less becoming the system's swan song. At 13.5 million units, the system was ultimately a flop for Nintendo, but it definitely has its fans. I myself am a huge Wii U fan. When we come back, we're going to be talking with two more of these fanboys and fangirls to hear their accounts. Stick with us. And we're back. You're listening to the Game Room Podcast. We've spent some time going over the Wii U and its legacy, but now it's time to get a little more personal. I have here with me two fellow Nintendo Wii U fans. Firstly, and the only person on this podcast that's a bigger Nintendo fan than I am, Sam, or as you may know her as Nintendo Fangirl. Hello. <laughs> also joining us, friend of the show, 
Joey, or as you may know him as Joey64. Howdy. He also has a YouTube channel. Hey. Howdy. So before we get into games or experiences or the actual like playing of the system itself, I guess go over our experiences of the system leading up to the system, right? So mm-hmm. I got it day one. I'm sure, Sam, I'm sure you got it day one. I found yeah. out Joey is a kid. <laughs> Did you get it day one? <laughs> uh, I guess so for me, um, I know I got it the year it came out. I know I got it, uh, I believe, 2012. Um, but I got it, because um, I was a bit younger at the time, of course, I got it for Christmas. It was a Christmas present. Okay. So kind, like, first couple of months. I know leading up to it, and I know you've mentioned it a few times, uh, Sam, there was like an event and I don't know where yours was, and I'm sure you probably get invited mm. to these things all the time. I don't know how I managed to get invited, but I did. It was like this Wii U preview event thing. Yeah. There was probably one. So I live in Connecticut. There was probably one mm. in New York, but for some reason I got Nintendo flew me out to Chicago for one. Wow. I, so maybe there wasn't one in New York. I don't know. But, but the one that I went to was in Chicago. <laughs> I don't know why. I didn't get flew out anywhere. I just had to drive, but yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I think w- they, they managed to get a lot of people in because I think they kind of like rotated people through on for like two-hour appointments or so, at least at the one that I, I went to. I just remember it being like really hype and a lot of fun and like there was Nintendo. I'm sure I'm sure this is nothing to you at this, at this but like there was like Nintendo branded water and Nintendo branded cookies like no, all this, it was like, super. Random... I mean, that's not really like they don't do it a lot. I, they, I went to a similar event for right before the Switch came out, but they don't like do that kind of thing for game releases or anything like that. And the one thing that I remember so distinctly about that event was that it was just like so blue. Like there's blue lighting yes, everywhere. Super blue. Blue merch every. It was just so blue everywhere in that room. It's... It's like they ordered so many of those blue LED light strips. Yeah. And like, what are we going to do with these things? We have to do something. Literally on everything. <laughs> everything. That was a lot of fun, though. It was my first experience with Nintendo Land, which I guess we'll mm-hmm. uh, swing back around to. But I, it's what sold me on the game, even though it came with the system. I mean, I was probably going to get it anyway. But uh, playing it with a group of strangers for the first time and then you kind of all just understood what was going to happen, like, right off the rip. Like, they, they, there was, like, minor explanation, but the game doesn't really need a lot of tutorializing. No. I love Super... I love Nintendo Land. It's... Yeah, uh, that's it's my That's favorite. my biggest request currently for coming over to Switch. Yes. Yes. I would love for it to come to Switch. I don't know how that would work in the sense of, like, it being asymmetrical like multiplayer like, like they could yeah. do it how the i think it would have to be a nintendo land 2 yeah. with like yeah. a new set of gimmicks like the only way sense. they could do it is y'all know the game on uh, pac-man voices yeah that, so Vaguely. They, that was on the game on game yeah it was yeah. on game but they bought it on the switch and the whole point is like the ports playing pac-man's on the game boy advance that's right they did on, <laughs> how does that work so on switch you have to have a second person on switch they get to download it for free and they'll on oh. the Switch, and that's that huh. screen. So that's, like, the only way they could do it. But I don't know if they, Nintendo would do that as, like, a big budget release. Cause uh, that's a big ask for people that's the thing. in general, especially for something, yeah, like that. They'd be like, here, you, you, you can play this, but you need another Switch. Yeah. 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 I imagine it would be more, way more likely that they would just do a Nintendo Land 2, in which yeah. everything's yeah. been modified for. I'm sure that's what, if they yeah. did it, um... 
I would day I would day one a Nintendo Land two. In, in Absolutely. Like, yes. Yeah. No yeah. question. <laughs> so I guess we talk about Nintendo Land. What is some of uh, y'all's favorite Wii U games? I know, like it was kind of a lot of those games were rather exclusive, right? Like, it's like you had the ones that were on Wii U, but like I played a lot of stuff that. I guess I'll just pipe in with this. I played a lot of stuff that was on multiple stuff. Like, I went after the Wii U version. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, Splinter Cell Blacklist is one of those that, like, no one talks about as being, like, the best version is on the Wii U. At least to me. Interesting. the, The reason why is Ubisoft as a company. Like, I feel like Activision and EA and Ubisoft, like, right off the rip, right? They were all like, we're going to put our games on this system and we're going to support the system and stuff. Activision EA, first year, they're like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. They're done, right? <laughs> yeah. We're not making any money. But Ubisoft stuck it out. Yeah, there's a lot of Ubisoft and Yeah. Yeah, they put, they, they continued, I mean, Watch Dogs was on Wii U, if you think about it. Yeah. That's weird. So, but, it's weird to think about. Yeah, I haven't. It, it's not an awful version of that game. So, like, <laughs> Ubisoft, they put an effort into their games. So like Splinter Cell in particular, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go on a spiel about Splinter Cell, but <laughs> so like they had like second screen integration and stuff like that. It wasn't just like there as a gimmick. It was like actually made the game better, to me at least. Interesting. Um, if you're a Splinter Cell fan, which I don't probably need one if you are, you owe it to yourself to try Splinter Cell on the Wii U. It's really good. I do have it. <laughs> it's just like, but like, is this like? I'm tr- just probably like trying to get all the Wii U games. It's on the shelf, and like many Wii U, you games. just have it for the collection. Yeah, but it's like it is the on only Netflix. bad thing about it. The only bad thing about it, and it's it's a problem I feel that the Wii U had in general is you cannot download anything to the system because like the Xbox 360 version, you have to install a second disc. Mm-hmm. The PS3 has to like load a bunch of stuff off the Blu-ray, but the Wii U doesn't have that. Yeah, and so like. Games like Splinter Cell or Xenoblade Chronicles is really really bad too. Like the the loading times are mm. well, obnoxious. Xenoblade, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> isn't Xenoblade Chronicles X? Isn't it like? Isn't I think there's like a bunch of quote unquote DLC that's free for the game. It's like a bunch of patches. Correct. And I think it's like I think it's like size. 11 gigs worth of stuff you can download. Yeah, I need to download that before the eShop closes. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I think Xenoblade Chronicles X is coming to Switch eventually. That's I would think. Possible. I'm surprised you so. didn't yeah. before three, but yeah, I think they were yeah. eager to get three out. Probably. I don't know. I just started playing that, but I'm I'm not here to talk about that. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> what is y'all? <laughs> what are some of y'all's favorite Wii U games oh. outside of Nintendo Land, as we already mentioned? I guess I will say because you were bringing up a Splinter Cell game that like really like works well with Wii U. Um, this is also an Ubisoft game, um, Wayman Legends. That was the mm. game. Yeah. Um, I they had like this free demo thing. And of course, me at the time being a poor, well, not poor, but like, um, me and myself not having any money, of course, I was, if it was free, I would download it. And so I was like, oh, mm-hmm. like, wait, man, I, w- I think I've heard of this guy. So I got it, and I was like, this is really cool. And I was like, I want the actual game now. So I got the game later on. Um, and it has the whole thing with uh, the game pads or some of the levels with a uh, mm-hmm. little green favorite yeah. guy. Like, you can do stuff. It's basically like, that was supposed to be a Wii U exclusive. Yeah, I it was think, supposed for, to be exclusive, but then yeah. Ubisoft was like, "Oh crap, the Wii U <laughs> is yeah. selling well. We need to make money." <laughs> See, you know the sad thing is, Wayman Legends they they delayed it to come out the same day as GTA Five. <laughs> oh, did they? I didn't. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. So it's like hmm. you just screwed yourself up even more by doing that. 
They really, they put a lot of eggs in that basket. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I hate to answer this, but I also don't think anybody who knows me would be surprised, but my favorite Wii U game would probably be Wind Waker HD or Twilight mm. Princess HD, um, which is a super cop-out answer because it's not, you know... No, no, it's fine. Not a, It's not... It doesn't originate from the Wii U, so it feels bad <laughs> to, to have that as my answer, but Wind Waker HD, I think, is, like, by and far the definitive version of the game, and, and that, it worked that's really why it's well. not a cop out answer. Yeah, because those those versions of the game are distinct from their GameCube counterparts. Yeah. They added a lot. That's true. But yeah, that was how I experienced. Um, not Twilight Princess. That's how I experienced Wind Waker. I actually still don't have a GameCube copy. I experienced it through Wind Waker HD. <laughs> Blasphemy. Blame, but I would have a copy on the GameCube, but I'm not paying to like freaking a hundred something dollars for it. <laughs> oh no, yeah. No. GameCube, GameCube right now is like if you didn't have it from the get-go yeah good luck buddy that's why like, this I'm, great, so. it was like um like because kind of when i grew up that was like when when i would be going to game stops that's when gamecube was like the dirt cheap thing that's the only reason why i have yeah. gamecube games yeah i remember distinctly when gamestop was trying to offload all of their uh refurb game cubes and they were yeah. 20 bucks a piece yeah yeah well it's it's even worse than my i used to work at gamestop when the gamecube was new uh-huh. No. So I have, well, working at a game store, as you would imagine, you buy a bunch of crap. <laughs> so yeah. it's just like you see stuff. So, like, I remember games like this one in particular I wish I had right now. You ever heard of Game Hall? It's called Cubivore. Yes. I know what you're talking about. Yep. I bought this game for $20 when Ooh. it came out. I don't have this game. I sold it. No. And now it's like a $400 oh. GameCube game, so... Yeah. (laughs) So uh, a lot of these games I had, and I paid nothing for them hardly, and then now they're just just astronomically expensive. I bought out, not to like go into GameCube land, but I bought out my local like video game rental stores leftover GameCube games when they went out of business Mm -hmm. for $2.50 each, which included Skies of Arcadia Legends and... one of my favorites. uh, Tales of Symphonia, like a bunch of games that people weren't picking up like people already picked up all of the like nintendo produced games and i mm-hmm. just took the leftovers and they're all the games that are worth money now yeah that's awesome yeah that's actually the reason why i have a go go hyper grind at this rate because that's another like super expensive gamecube game but i found in a recycling bin one time and i'm not going to say where because i don't want to get in trouble <laughs> a place i used to work at had a had a gamecube in a recycling bin wow da da um and because I was just like, you know, let's see what's in there. Let's just open it. Let's see if there's a game in there. Fire Emblem Path of Radiance was in this. Oh, game my goodness. I held on to it for a very long time because I, I have a box copy. So, But I have this extra disc here. And then, yeah, one of my local game stores had a copy of Go Go Hyper Grind. And I was just like, I'll trade you this Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. And it's extra Fire Emblem for it. <laughs> and they were down with that. So, uh, nice. but yeah. Man, going with like, the GameCube thing, I'll keep this brief so you need to get back on the topic, but I've had... Well, yeah, the, we, we deviated a bit. Yeah, but I've had almost the exact same thing. I was at a yard sale, opened up, I was like, they were selling the GameCube. They were selling it for like $200, and this was like probably eight years ago now, so it was like way overpriced. <laughs> Pass. But, um, way overpriced. But I, I was just... Even now but, it's overpriced. Yeah, even now it's overpriced. But I was just looking, I was like, I'm going to open it. And I saw him there, and it had a copy of Super Smash Bros. Melee. 
And then the lady, uh, yeah. she was just like, oh, like, what do you find out? I was like, I was like in one of the game consoles. She was like, oh, like, you could just have it. Like, I don't. And I'm just like, nice. Okay. So, like, okay. I don't have a case, but I have just a disc for the game. So, that's cool. <laughs> that is cool. But yeah, Sam, going on your point with those Zelda games, uh, yeah, I can agree with you on that. I did this with Skyward Sword when it came to Switch. Like, for some reason, those are, like, the most comfort food games for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just I just I zone out, and I'm just in it. And then, like, next thing I know, I've beat the thing, like, 100%. So I did that with uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. It's just, like, it came out, and then, like, a week later, it's done. <laughs> it's, it's, like, done 100%, yeah. and I just, like, I don't even know where the time went. How I never have any time to play games, but somehow I made it for this. You make time for Zelda every time. I do. I make time for <laughs> Zelda. I think I did almost 40 hours in like a week for Skyward Sword yeah. when I came to Switch. Oh, yeah. Wow. I think so. I love that game so much, though. Skyward Sword is so underrated. so underrated. Yep. Gosh. But it's not Agreed. It's not on Wii U. So. Yeah. No. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, talk about Zelda games on Wii U. My, it's one of my favorite Zelda games. And it's, well, Wii U, for a while it was a Wii U exclusive. It's Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. I oh, love yeah. that game. It was my introduction to Zelda and the Warrior series. And it was just like... Because it's like an anniversary type thing of like all these different Zelda series. Like things from the Zelda series. Mm-hmm. One. So I just got to experience like the whole series in like this one package. I'm so oh. impressed that it was your introduction to Zelda. And that it, yeah. it, it worked. Yeah. Cause, yeah, it, cause yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, it got me. You got it. I have every Zelda game, I think, outside of the CDI games. I've I've gone through and I got all of them. Nobody cares about those. Yeah, no. I want them one day. I want to fill it. up CDI because I'm that guy who wants it just to say I have one, but <laughs> it's too expensive right now. But and more power to you at that rate. Yeah. <laughs> so just keep looking at Goodwills. Maybe you'll uh, maybe you'll come across one. That's mm-hmm. fine. I found a three like, yo. They look like at Goodwill one time. They so. look like I I'll I've done this once before i've been at a goodwill I'll go through the technology section i saw a george foreman grill and i thought it was a philip cdi because he looked the exact same <laughs> look if you like it, i thought it was a philip cdi and i looked at it i mm. picked up like this is a grill <laughs> nope yeah no yeah but, i'd say a george foreman grill is much more likely to... i guess i guess another game that i really liked a lot and when i do have people come over which isn't often i'm not really a super social person I, I would like to be this podcast stuff that i'm doing right now this is like the most social i get <laughs> but occasionally like the blue moon i have like two people three people come over nintendo land is of course i'll bust that out another one is game and wario you guys play yeah game and wario at all? i've mm-hmm. never played it because it's like 200 dollars <sighs> right now is it maybe 100 it's it's stupid expensive it, it definitely jumped up oh i i haven't noticed um are Wii U games getting expensive? I, yes. I, it's, yeah, they jumped really quick. It's like, I know I've oh. talked to you before um, on Twitter uh, about, uh, like, I'm trying to get every Wii U game in North America. And it's like... Good luck with that one. The fo- <laughs> I, I'm only about 40 games away. I'm getting pretty close. But there's only... That's impressive. There's only two big expensive games I have left. It's Game & Wario and the obvious one, Devil's Sword. You don't have to, oh yeah, I have Devil's Third. Uh, oh, wow, Devil's Third is not as terrible as everyone says it's, but I, I kind of wish it would get ported because I think um, it being exclusive to Wii U is kind of driving the price higher than it needs to be. Because yeah, it's like four hundred dollars. <laughs> it was it was expensive right off the rip. Don't don't feel bad. Uh. <laughs> 
So I think I think they published it and they they were kind of I don't want to say ashamed of it, but they it's kind of like one of those situations where it's like it came out and they're like, okay, it's out. We said it was going to come out. It's out. <laughs> we did. Don't we ask said you. we were going to do. Exactly. It's out. And didn't it come so out like I know 2016, I think, is when it came out. I know it was I late know. in the movie's lifetime. It, it came out late. Not only did it come out late, but it was um, like I had it pre-ordered at a GameStop. Mm. So I went and picked it up, and I was like, "Oh, you've been," you know. I asked the guy, and he was like, "Have you have you sold any more?" He's like, "Yeah, yours is the only one that came." It's like we just got the copy because you you pre-ordered it. That's the only reason oh, we wow. got it at all. Yeah. Yeah, it was the same thing with Yokai Watch Three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just like I think if they you put didn't it out pre-order it, like I didn't pre-order Yokai Watch Three, and so I just figured I'd pick it up when it came out. But no, it didn't. If you didn't pre-order, it, you didn't get it. Pretty much. That's crazy. Pretty much, yeah. I, I think the place I worked at at the time um, had one. Like we got one, and I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy." <laughs> so yep. speaking of Yokai Watch, just off a little tangent, I have some Wii U stuff. You guys ever play the Just Dance? No, that looks awesome. I've never played it, but I just I um on a some, one of these like Japanese import sites, I got um the Cali Marie Amiibo because they were on sale on there, and it was like I was like ten dollars short of getting free shipping, and they were like, oh, here's a Wii U game, and I was like, oh, the Yokai Watch Just Dance game, it's ten bucks, that yep. fixed, so should be here in like a month. <laughs> yeah, I have a couple Wii U's. I got. I, I got a separate one just to mod it to make it region free, and that was one of the games I really wanted to play because I'm a huge Yokai Watch fan and just smart. So sad it never really took off, but yeah, I, I had to have it. And I don't, I mean, I, I played it. I'm not. A, it's <laughs> uh, I'm not good at dancing anything, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's fun. I don't know. I know the main Japanese input I want from the Wii U is um, I just I saw on Twitter. And it was like, someone's like, this is the best version of Puyo Puyo Tetris. And it was the one that's on Wii U. And I was like, that's right. Wait, that's yeah, on they Wii U. did come U. out with one, didn't they? I, I remember like retweeting it on there. Be like, oh my goodness. And I'm like, this is a thing. I need to get this. And it's like, not super pricey, but just enough. Plus having to import it to it's like, do I really yeah, want to spend this I forgot much? that was on Wii U. Yeah, because it came out on Switch. I have it on Switch. I have, so that's why I was. Like, yeah, I have it on Switch as well. That's why it's that thing of like I want to get it because I really like that game, but I'm like, do I want to spend like sixty bucks on this? <laughs> nah, probably not. I, yeah. Yeah. But if you want all those Wii U games, man, you gotta you're gonna have to fork it over. So yeah, I've had to before. I think Sam has the holy grail of Wii U games. I'm so envious about her Hyrule Warriors Collector's Edition. Oh yeah, Ooh. which is only only rare because it was only sold at nintendo new york yeah and only to like the 200 people that were in line overnight basically yeah i waited overnight for that i could not find a place that would have a midnight launch for the system no actually now that you mention it i know for a fact that i did not do a midnight launch for the system yeah i was looking for one like i was i was hyped i was the only person i knew that was hyped yeah, why well, I, I pre-ordered two because I not because I like wanted to resell it, but because I remembered the hype for the Wii and uh, like mm-hmm. my aunt, I have a lot of younger cousins, people who would be like, oh, where do I get one? Where do I get one? So I thought well, it won't hurt for me to just buy it's two. Be hard to get. <laughs> and then come, I actually pre-ordered it from Walmart because I worked at Walmart at the time, and so I got. Actually, no, I don't think I got a discount. I think I just thought it was easier. So I pre-ordered it from Walmart, and I, like, showed up right at opening. 
to to get this Wii U and not a soul and like nobody had any idea what I was talking about. I was like, <laughs> I had the exact <laughs> same situation at Best Buy. I thought I I got there early thinking there was gonna be a line. Nothing. And I was the only person there. Yeah. And they had to go get it out of the back. Yeah. They had to go find they it didn't. in the back. They didn't even yeah, just... exactly. Uh, so I think at that point, uh, maybe at that point, I don't know, it, it it did occur to me that it's like, okay, maybe people aren't as hyped about this as I am. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Yeah, no, I'd say that's about right. Yeah. Because it was so, so different from the Wii launch where there were lines everywhere and it, they were hard to get for months at least. Yeah, I, I I got my Wii day one too. That was I yeah. also worked at a I worked at a Borders bookstore at the time, and there was like a GameStop like right near next door, and so I was buddies with the person there. Thank God, this is the only yeah. way I would have got a Wii. I, so. I waited in line overnight at at Walmart, and so Walmart is a, not the place that you'd think that people waited at overnight. But even for the Wii, mm-hmm. there was I don't know a solid oh, yeah. people, group people of thirty or forty for people that. waiting. Yeah. Well, I meant before so, the the Switch, it was the same thing. So that's how I got my Switch. I was yeah. an overnight thing at Walmart. Yeah, Switch so what, was what, what, uh, more popular in contrast. Yeah, true. Switch was definitely more popular. I had a, I have a fun Switch story, but I'm not going to go into all that right now. Because this is... We'll save episode. it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll save it for another time. <laughs> it did involve staying out in the cold for a very mm-hmm. long time, though. <laughs> so I guess we talked about no hype. I think we could say that despite us being fans, the Wii U really didn't do numbers like they wanted it it mm-hmm. was more it was a commercial failure yeah. yep. despite it having a lot of excellent games a lot of excellent ideas really i think it had a lot of good stuff uh why do you think that is like it just if you had to i mean some of the obvious things obviously was the naming yeah to me. i think that's a huge huge piece yeah. of it between the naming and the uh just the marketing in general mm-hmm. i think my my impression this doesn't come from any like data or anything but my impression is that nintendo really felt like it was going to sell itself based on the wii success and just misjudged a lot of different things yeah because i feel like the wii i mean the wii was super popular don't get me wrong it was it was hype mode but really i think skyward sword was like 2011 ish right something like that yeah Mm -hmm. That was the last big game I remember. And mm-hmm. even then, I feel like it was starting to peter off a bit. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you had this like gap in between Skyward Sword and the Wii U, where I feel like, and I was working retail at the time, I feel like nobody was buying Wiis at that point. Yeah. Outside of like grandmas well, and you know stuff like I that. I think like the, the thing to remember also is that the reason the Wii was so financially successful is that they got a lot of people to purchase it who weren't who wouldn't consider themselves gamers, like families, older people, um, very young children. And so when the Wii U came out, these are also the same kind of people that didn't see the value in upgrading because they could just keep playing the Wii and the games that they had on the Wii. Well, because the Mm -hmm. thing I've noticed in most of the Wii U, so like we talk about the name Wii U, like probably like one of the worst names for a game console. Um, Mm -hmm. But with it, I know especially for me, of course, growing up with it, I could say I don't think anyone knew whenever I brought up to them my Wii U or saying you want to play the Wii U or whatnot, they always thought um, it was like an accessory because they always push in the market mode the gamepad, which makes sense, but they would like ne- 
everyone was probably just seeing it say that it was a console at a lot of points on like like TV ads and stuff. And it's that thing yeah. of well, where... it, it it was confusing to a lot of people, and even when they revealed it, they didn't show the console right off the rip. They just showed the game pad. Yeah. Like, that Force E3, I believe. I'm, I think I've watched that. I remember seeing, like, yeah. they don't even show you the console to, the, like, the dedicated fans and, like... Well, and even if they did, it doesn't really look that different. I mean, it's round on the side. That's only the Instead place. of being more yeah. boxy. But, yeah, it's very similar looking as well. Because mm-hmm. that's the same mm. name style as, like, the Wii Zap or, what, or the Wii Fit Board. Like, you know, it's, like, that same name and style. So people just saw it as accessories. Like, um, why am I going to yeah. pay $300 or however much it was for a tablet? Mm, yeah no i understand i understand that too it, despite how much i enjoyed it and then you know even at stuff like meverse which i liked a lot and i used a lot mm-hmm. i use meverse uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i feel like they had this idea and they put it out and they said okay well this isn't really going anywhere like i know it was used within like the community i'm sure we all used it but i mean outside of people like us who was really using it probably not a whole lot mm-hmm. um no, I imagine not. So, Although I, I like to imagine that the people who weren't using it were still kind of getting a taste of it. Like every time they logged in, the little yeah, I do miss, I do around. miss the uh, yeah, I miss those. Uh, the little applause, such memories. Anyway, I have to put that. I have to put put that little sound effect in here. Somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. Well, some also point. like the Wii U was like very much software wise, even an extension of the Wii. Like, the music felt like just, like, Mm -hmm. the Wii music, but expanded. Um, A lot of the the messaging and, like, the Miiverse, it it felt similar to what where they were coming from, which is funny because I think then they thought that that may have been part of the reason for failure because they've taken such a turn away from that at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, despite being a failure, I really enjoyed it. And it had a lot of good stuff that came out of it. So, like, I mean, Smash Brothers, I think, was, like, a huge push for that. Mario Kart came out of a lot of the stuff that really kind of made the Wii U is kind of moved to Switch at this point. But I still feel like the Wii U version of certain games, like the Wii U version of Pikmin, for example, where you can play with the Wii Remote, that's the version that I prefer to play. Mm -hmm. Um, And even, even Mario Kart, I didn't buy until last, like, last year. Oh yeah, like, I was completely okay playing the Wii U version just oh. eternally, but I did eventually cave and buy this. They haven't Legend, moved but... Wind Waker HD over yet, so I know <laughs> it's gonna happen. You know what's gonna happen. <laughs> it's I would be shocked if it didn't happen. I'm waiting. Uh, same thing with Twilight Princess. Yeah. Man, I, I, Twilight Princess is so good. I feel like you just have those two sitting on like a hard drive, and it's just like, oh crap! Like we need like a Zelda game this year. They're just gonna slide it in. That's what I'm expecting. I feel like Nintendo, and maybe this is just me. Spec- obviously it's me speculating but i feel like they have stuff done that's just oh i'm, and I'm just 100% sit on it till it's convenient. positive well, that they do well because the, yeah, the one it's convenient and then they're like okay cool yeah. we'll fill a gap here the one game i know from at least the switch was when they put, bought over a new super mario brothers u deluxe um the last Still time that game that. files was updated outside of like like the like releasing it was like early 2018 mm. and it came out like january 2019 or something so, like, they literally had hmm. that game finish for a whole year, and they just didn't release it until they needed something to fill the gap. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't have a, I don't have future tense insider knowledge or even a ton of past tense insider knowledge, but I know for a, a, a fact that Nintendo does finish games earlier than they anticipate at times well, and, I mean, and sit on them yeah. for up to, I don't know, maybe even more than a year. 
I feel like that Metroid Prime collection is probably one that's I bet sitting that's in the done. Somewhere. I'm pretty sure Xenoblade Three was done for a while before that got announced, or at least at least in its like final stages. Because really, when they not to get too derailed, but they announced that and it it came out pretty pretty quick. Yeah, for it yeah. to be such well, a, it like got a pushed up. Thing. Remember? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. It was supposed to come out later. Because yeah, I feel like that and Splatoon Three swapped. Because Splatoon Three is yeah. not like. It's like just barely still oh, in yeah. summer because yeah, it's yeah, in yeah. September, but it's like it's like technically still summer, but like no one really counts September as summer. I feel at least I don't. A sp- a Splatoon three is gonna be my birthday gift to myself. Oh boy, <laughs> that's like right, right there. So I'm excited for I that. I think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Speaking of Splatoon on the Wii U, I think oh, yes. was pretty much a carry game. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think the campaign, which, mind you, I do play online occasionally, but those, the campaign for that one in particular was much better than the second one, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah. I like the second one, but the first one was, I've played it multiple times. second one I've only played once. Yeah, and, like, gameplay-wise, the second one is extremely similar to the first. It was just... It is. It just goes too far. I Well, not too far. I don't know. I don't know how the way to describe it without making it sound bad, but, like... The simplicity of the first one, mm-hmm. like there's only so many guns, there's only so many. Yeah, you really you can get you can lost do in the second one very easily. <laughs> exactly, it's just it's overwhelming to a degree. Yeah, and I don't feel that way about the first one. Its simplicity helps it mm-hmm. to me at least. I know for me, but I, I get that I gotta evolve. So yeah, I know for me, I so Splatoon. I don't know why, but I just never picked it up while um while I was on Wii U. But eventually, when it came to the Switch, I got Splatoon 2, and I was like, oh, this is really fun. And then, skip forward a few more years, I eventually was like, you know what? I'm only going to play for the story mode, but when we get Splatoon 1, I got it for like five bucks. Pretty cheap. And I played the story mode. Ever since then, I have not touched my copy of Splatoon 2. I've... Because the, the online is <laughs> well, it's probably going to be dead pretty soon, but the online servers have been are still open, and so I've, like, gone on there and played on the online stores as the first Splatoon game, like, in 2020. I think I actually have a, a video I made in, like, 2020, 2021 of, like, literally just me. I think it's literally just, like, me playing Splatoon in 2020 or whatnot. But, like, it's literally, like... <laughs> and there's people on yeah, there and to play with. And it's not, like, super... Like, there are people, I'm sure, like, they're all, like, really high level. But, like, I was able to, like play the game and not feel like I was just constantly being like... Not get destroyed you know, completely? Yeah, because okay. like all of the really good players are all on Switch. The people here are people really dedicated to Splatoon 1 specifically. Um, hmm. Like, I was like the only, like, I was like level 2 and everyone else was like level like 90-something. But like... Oh, Lord. <laughs> but like, I was able to pull my own way, probably because I played a good amount of Splatoon 2. But, um, no, I would definitely say like, I think it definitely holds itself, it stands on its own away from 2 for someone like me who played 2 then went back to 1 afford it so yeah absolutely and uh we can't also uh ignore amiibo came out around that time too yeah. which also yeah. which isn't exactly tied to the wii u in particular but started i think it. helped a lot mm-hmm. yes did the amiibo craze i know which oh, is okay, interesting me, the amiibo craze let me rephrase that i know the amiibo craze hit you sam it hit me too. i mean yeah <laughs> I, i've got pretty much a, a pretty much most most of them i guess but um it's interesting because the Amiibo craze was way more of a craze than the Wii U system like launch was. A hundred percent. I know people buying Amiibos that didn't even have a Wii U. Yeah. Yeah. They just wanted the figures. I mean, I kind of wanted the figures too, but I had the system to use them with. Yeah. Right. Because they came out with 
along with Smash for Wii U in 2014. But the Wii U's always had that NFC thing on the gamepad. Yeah. So I wonder if they've always... Well, we had those Pokemon things before yeah, then. Yeah, I bought... A, True. I, bought I, have a, I have a bunch of those. I bought, I bought, like, the rest that they had at GameStop just so I could get the box, basically. Yeah. Do you have all of them? I'm missing, missing, I'm missing four or five. I'm not sure which. Okay. I'll have to look at the ones I have, because, like, I have... I also have some duplicates. Know, 12, 12 Here to trade. So. <laughs> all right. I'm down. So, I, don't have... I don't think I have any duplicates, but I'll help you get... If, if I have any, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll help you get the ones you're missing. Yeah. I, nev- I don't think I have any super rare ones. I don't know why, but I never heard... I'm, I'm always hearing about Amiibo, but I never heard about the Pokemon Rumble U figures until, like after the the switch like and a long time i started getting online more and i was like oh like those seem so cool like i i i love the dumb aunt, like gimmicky toy things uh-huh. but when i looked them up online it's like oh it's like 20 bucks a figure because they're all being resold yeah. i'm like no thanks not no i feel like a lot of this stuff that would have made the wii u like actually be financially successful wasn't popular till like way later right yes so like those things <laughs> it's like it's too late now they probably if they had sold like hotcakes which they did not i mean i think probably every GameStop that had them sold out before they had to put them on clearance or anything like that but but like every GameStop got like what one or two boxes of of the full set and then that was pretty much it so i think if it had sold like crazy and they got a lot of good feedback about it there was a ton of opportunity for making more of them different uh, rounds updating the game but i think for the most part it was a test for amiibo yeah. overall yeah 100 percent. like um, like going with that if you look at like the uh, animal cost in amiibo those are like for years and years of like dirt cheap like i i remember i picked up all of the the figures for like one dollar each at a, a five below they had all of them. i was about to say i've seen mm-hmm. them at five below before i got actually some of the curvy amiibo at five below yeah but ever since new horizons came out on switch it's like they're all like they're not expensive, yeah. but they're all like at least ten to twenty. Yeah, they're not five below anymore. Yeah, no, I'm happy. I literally just bought them on a whim because it was like before I had a job. So like as like a younger kid, I was just like, well, like I want amiibo and I can't afford like the twelve dollar ones, so I'll just buy a bunch of these. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was go. on record so- saying before the before New Horizons came out, like if you want to use the Animal Crossing amiibo cards, you go buy them right now. Right oh, yeah. now, I remember you saying this. Yeah. And I bought, like, a full box of uh, one of the series on Amazon for, like, 40 bucks, which, at the time, I was like, I don't know, 40 bucks for these Amiibo cards. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. 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 But, uh, I, work, I worked at a place at the time where I could get those, so I was able to get them. I, I also had a friend that uh, was, like, super into... I'm not getting into Animal Crossing, but yeah. I was pretty much just the guy for getting Animal Crossing cards for me and him. Like, <laughs> I was the dealer. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm each outside. <laughs> Give your Animal Crossing cards. What about it was, it was weird. the Animal Crossing Plaza on Wii U? Oh, that was fun. Yeah, I still have that downloaded. <laughs> me too. It's still on too. there. I, just to have that it. Was, just like I have my Hyrule Historia. I'm never going to look at that, but it's on there. As a like hardcore Animal Crossing fan, that was... Um, a big thing where like this this plaza came out and we were all like that's it like they've prepared all of the characters they're ready they're coming (laughs) they're coming and then it was amiibo (laughs) festival and that was it do you think they had a real one planned and they Uh, and then i think that probably probably shift i think that they were working on it may have always been intended to be a switch game but i think back when that came out they were working on new horizons 
Yeah, I think so too. And I also think like a lot of games, and I, I'm not going to sit here and like speculate exactly which, but I feel like once they saw the writing on the wall, with like with that one for yeah. example, they probably shifted a lot of things toward Switch yeah. instead. Yeah. Like look at Breath of the Wild. They delayed that game like for a third time so it could be on Switch. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if they delayed it because it would be on. Well, I don't know exactly, but they, I know they wanted it for Switch. And, but they had already said it's a Wii U game, so like yeah. it came on Wii U. I feel they they felt compelled to put it on Wii U, and that's actually one of my most played games on Wii. U, weirdly enough, I beat it on Switch, a hundred percent. Not the no, well, minus the Koroks. I'm not. I'm not insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also beat it on Wii U just because mm-hmm. I I felt compelled. I waited so long for this Wii U copy, so I bought a Wii U copy as well. Yeah, I have a I Wii U copy, have. but I did not finish it. In fact, I I remember um, my boyfriend and I we only had one Switch when it first came out, so I was playing it on Switch and he was playing it on the Wii U, and he had considerable lag compared to. Oh, yeah. Like especially in yeah. the the malice areas where they were uh, around the towers and you had to like shoot the the malice you know get rid of it so you could climb up there was like f- the frame rate issues were n- close to unplayable apparent, at yeah. times yeah well I remember you hitting the um like if you had to hit the home button to pause it for whatever reason it would like go to a loading screen because hmm. I think it was using all the RAM That's to so load weird. the game so I had to like pack the game away <laughs> to get the menu screen up. Uh, that's uh, so strange. That's actually the reason why, well, that's, I was going to buy it anyway, but that's another reason why I had the Wii U version as well because uh, my wife wanted to play it, you know, right off the rip too. So it's just yep. like we kind of just took turns um, <laughs> playing those both versions. But I played both. There's a lot of things I played on Wii U that, that realistically didn't really need to be played on Wii U. But, <laughs> <laughs> so... Stubbornly doing uh, it on the Wii U makes sense. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, I bought Watch Dogs on Wii U. Yep. It came way later, mm-hmm. but that's the version I played. Mind you, I didn't play much of it. It wasn't really my thing. But it's just like you know what, I'm. This is this is the hill I'm dying on. So yep. I'm, I'm here. Uh, yeah. I think we should talk about the virtual console on Wii U. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because Wii U is still it still has. The most comprehensive virtual console for Nintendo with just, like, it was so good. I mean, they're, okay, it wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. There were some games that were just not anywhere near as fun to play on the gamepad, but it's going to be such a loss when we lose that access. Well, it's going to be a mega loss, too, for, like, DS games or yeah. like stuff like that that's mm-hmm. only on the Wii U. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. bought every DS game on the Wii U because, like, for me, as someone who doesn't have any, I don't have a DS or a 3DS capture card, they're pretty pricey because okay. they're not oh, making that so many sense. Like, you know, <laughs> like yeah. I want these. Yeah. I bought, I started by buying, I got, um, uh, what Mario and Luigi Partners in Time because I grew up on that game on my DS and I want to stream it. So I was like, oh, I'll buy this. And this is before they announced the Wii U can't be in bought down and all that and then like i think while i was streaming that series that's when that happened and then i was just like i'm gonna just buy because there's like 20 ds games on there it's pretty much all the big hitters not all of them but like it's all the ones that are on there all the big hitters plus brain age um 
So it's kind of like... Wait, you just poop it on Brain Age? I don't really think it's Brain Age, but it's like, when am I going to, like, record Brain Age? Or, like, stream... I don't know. Like, I got it just so I, I have it, because... I feel like I would lock up. Like, I would be, you know, if I was being watched while playing Brain Age, I'd probably, like, quick, you know, they would ask me, like, a simple math problem, and I would just mess it oh, up. Oh, I feel like I would, too. I knew I was being watched. But, no, I, I loved... I actually legitimately really enjoy how they do the DS stuff with the gamepad and the TV screen. I think it's really cool. Mm -hmm. So, and, like, we're not going to get done all... Like, you know, we may get, like, all the other stuff eventually that they have on Wii U on Switch, maybe, but I don't think they're ever going to do DS because, like, the only way you'd be able to no. do that is if you took your Switch out and played it on a touchscreen. Yeah, especially, like, the Zelda games, which are all touchscreen, right? Yeah. So, Virtual Console will be missed. There's also a lot of games on there that are only on the Switch Online. Is, um, I mean, mind you, like, Maiden of Blackwater is a big one, right? But you can get that on other things. Mm. Mm. Wait, yeah, they, um, like, they re-released that this year, I believe. Yeah, but you have Dr. Luigi. I know this is going to be stupid, but the Fist of the North Star, <laughs> Ken's Ra <laughs> Rage 2, that's only on the, the eShop. Yeah. So. And there's, like, a few more. Uh, Batman Blackgate, which is on, like, Vita and, like, Wii U <laughs> exclusive. Has a, I think the Wii U version has, like, exclusive features and stuff like that. Yeah. I just think generally people don't care as much as as we do. Which is <laughs> so sad. sad. For me, it's, for me, <laughs> so it's, just, it's cheap. Like, even like with going to the DS games for all of them, a lot of those games, it's cheaper. The it's like the cheapest way to get them right now. If you just want to have a way to play them, for a lot of them, yeah, I was flipping absolutely. through them, and I was like, like all the games like Super Mario Brothers and stuff. Like that's on everything. But like, um, there was um almost all the Mega Man portable, all the Mega Man Game Boy games or Game Boy mm -hmm. Advance games. All of the, uh, the one that's like kind of like a puzzle strategy RPG game. I can't remember what it's called. The network, network. transmission games? The network games. They're all, all like six of them are on the Wii U store. Yeah. Well, they they are actually doing a collection for that they are next now. year. So at least it'll be available True. at some point. So. But I remember at the time, I, yeah. I bought all of them at the time because I was like, I actually like this series and I don't, I want to have a way to play them all. So I just bought like all six. Hey man, you are a supporter. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll say that. I haven't even bought all of them. Yeah. Well, because it's that thing of like, I've had it so many times where, like, I like, I'm always growing up. I've had this meme with GameCube. I was like, I'll see games. I'm like, oh, well, those games are like only 10 bucks. They'll always be 10 bucks. Because when I was younger, I didn't think that they would get more expensive because they're old. And as I get old, I, as I got older, I realized, oh, as stuff gets older, it gets more expensive. And I've been born so many times as collecting stuff. Like, if you don't get it now, you're going to regret it. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah. they announced FOMO is a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's just that thing with me. It's like, especially me, like trying to get like I want to. The Wii U is, my, like I said, my favorite. It's still to this day my favorite console that's ever came out. It's like I want to have a complete library of it. I'm not going to buy all the shovelware on the eShop, but I do plan to buy all the actual good games on the eShop, stuff like that. Mm, I feel I feel at this point I have everything I want on the Wii U. I don't think there's another game like I. I I mean, I have like 90 something games and I have everything on the eShop I would ever want at this rate. Mm -hmm. So I've prepared for the shutdown. Like, I think I'm done. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think I, I want to make one last pass through and see if there's yeah. anything. Well, I, I mean, I, I got, I, you know, I'm going to have to. Yeah. I think I got to do that as well. Like, least. I think I'm good just like stuff in general. Obviously, my physical, like I said, or like I don't have gaming Wario and stuff like that. There's still like games I need physically, but I'm like, I can live with not having those. It's like, they may go, get higher in price, but, like, they'll always be there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, I guess I guess we need to go ahead and wrap this up before too long. It's getting a little long in the tooth. But 
does the Wii U get played anymore at this point? Is it still hooked up? I know mine's still hooked up. I at least have one still hooked up, and it does get played if I have friends over. That's about it. Um, for me, I am holding my gamepad. I can't see, of course, but I'm holding my gamepad <laughs> right now, and it is sure you hooked are. up I'm to. <laughs> it is hooked up to my streaming setup. Normally, my my like normally it's my Switch colon console, of course, but my Wii U, it's right here. And you know, of course, it's always plugged in. I you probably play it. at least I once can he- a week. I can hear the Wii U there. <laughs> I can picture yeah. it in my mind's eye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me, uh, my Wii U lives on the shelf behind me, and it is not perpetually plugged in. But I have, I have pretty easy access. It gets played. I don't know, maybe probably a little less than once a month at this point. It's usually if I'm doing something with friends, uh, either in person or something very specific like uh i'm we made plans with some other um, streamers to test out the camera on the wii u again after however many years of not trying to use the camera on the wii u because for some bizarre reason there's a front-facing camera so you can video chat with people oh yeah Yeah, i've done that before i remember we (laughs) chat So, Game and Wario uses that camera yeah. actually in the multiplayer games. You t- it takes photos of your face and you can edit them. And, yeah. and oh, you know that's, that's there's times. no microphone on the Switch and that's I feel like I miss having it because there are a number of games that do cool use things it. that take advantage of having mm-hmm. a microphone. And no camera, no mic. Uh, you ever play Tank, Tank, Tank? That yeah. was another one that was like yes. uh, the problem is you had to get people together and I'm like I have the hardest time being <laughs> like hey you guys want to come over and play Tank, Tank, Tank? Oh that's me. <laughs> Not really a thing. I um so uh we party you you i i remember that we party you my opinion like one of the best party games i've ever played a lot of fun but um when i finally found a copy it took me like a year to convince my friends i'm like i'm like i promise it's it's a lot of fun i'm like it's not yeah. just a no it's like i know it's a week i feel like i have to bribe them with pizza or something yeah. like that well, to get them to come over sometimes for like, stuff like this it was just that thing i'm like i promise guys it's like going to be a lot of fun i played it by myself <laughs> with computers and i had fun so i know we'll have fun if we're doing it together yeah. and then i eventually convinced them too and now it's like every time like i ever have any of those people over the like we have to play we party you yeah that's awesome that's uh, awesome I wish I lived closer to people like y'all so I could do these <laughs> things more. It's just like, just one of those things. I've been trying to get a, co- uh, I don't know if either one of y'all played Dokapon Kingdom on the original Wii. <gasps> oh no, my goodness. I did not. Uh, yes. Great game, but like getting people together for it. Okay, I've actively for years been trying to get people together so for this game. With Doka, I'll keep. It's just sitting there. So it's it's ready to go. With Dokapon Kingdom. I don't have to turn Kingdom, on ready to go, be good. I'll keep it extremely brief, but it took me three years <laughs> to find the game huge story there because of course like one of the rarest three games then it took and i but i i got it right at the beginning of the pandemic and we had a date plan like basically like i think it was like the first week of the lockdown was when we were going to all get together and play it and then the lockdown happened skip ahead three skip ahead three more years about a month ago at this point we finally all four of us got together we live streamed it and we finally started our dokapon journey Cause I'm like, oh boy. finally, well, after we need a Dokapon Kingdom, a new Dokapon Kingdom online. Yes, so I can play with people. It, they yeah, have that's the switch real in Japan. Online. Japan online has everything. a version of our switch, but not in America. I would gosh. Sam, did you ever play Dokapon Kingdom? No, or I did not. Know, or... I'm not uh, intimately familiar. 
You need to. Uh, if you if you can get some people together, it's if you could imagine Mario Party and like Final Fantasy and Monopoly. Because like there, money. You, oh, there you go, exactly that. It sounds very. It's fun. a very. You're not gonna beat it in one go. No, unless you do like the yeah score mission. Well, I, I don't know. You might. Sometimes your streams are like I'm like how does it? Eat? I, I mean, you, you can play <laughs> yeah, games long. for hours and hours. Like I'm like a two hour. You know, when it's not break, this hot, so. I can. Right now, probably not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dokkan is like the length of like an RPG. So like I don't even know if you could do that. What That would have to be a multi-day. It's a good 20-hour game. It's, it's This seems like a good day. argument for why it should have online multiplayer. Yes, I would. 100%. If it had online multiplayer, I would like, honestly, they made a new one on Switch, had it online. I would be like, where's three people? We're doing this right now. <laughs> three people Please, on the absolutely. internet are way easier to find than three people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm talking to I'm talking to two, two people, people on the internet about the Wii U because I could <laughs> yeah. not find a local person to talk about the Wii U with. Exactly. Okay. So <laughs> it is what it is. It shows how great the but, Wii U is. <laughs> yeah, the Wii U is fantastic. It has a long legacy for me. I have uh, three of them in this house at this rate. I have that Zelda one. Of course, I have my launch one, and I have I bought one specifically to mod to play Japanese games on. So. Yeah. Love the system. I know you guys are right there with me, but I'm going to go ahead and cap it off here. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) I thank you guys very much for coming on. I appreciate it immensely. You guys are wonderful. I I love you both. I guess, Joey, why don't you go ahead and plug your stuff? Ooh, fun. I get to plug stuff. And then we'll get you out of here. Alrighty. Yeah, you plug stuff. (laughs) So, of course, I'm Joey or Joey64Online. Um, I'm only on YouTube or Twitter. YouTube's Joey64. You'll find if you look it up. Twitter at Joey64YT. Feel free to DM me about random stuff. This is how I'm on this podcast. <laughs> um, you know, I just like having a fun time, sit back, have fun, try not to be too uh, nasty online, try to make, you know, have fun time. Don't be nasty at all. <laughs> you know. And Sam, not that anyone needs to know where you are. You're you're the the queen of Nintendo. Everyone should know where you are, but oh, do it you anyway. flatter me. I think I'm pretty easy to find online if you just Google Nintendo yeah. fangirl. Uh, probably most of the results are me, but look for the ones with the red hair. And I'm on yeah. YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Instagram, Everything. TikTok, Facebook. Oh, no. I guess that's all of them. TikTok. Discord. I have a Discord server. I do too. Oh, oh, I also have one. Plug in my Discord server. I just got one. Discord yeah. servers for everybody. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. You can find us weekly at Game Room Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And we'll catch you next week. Thanks for coming. Everybody say bye. bye. <laughs> You're amazing.